welcome back everybody to another episode of the carb watch and i'm so excited about this episode i'm here with chuck morris from the jackson avenue tea company chuck how you doing great how was your drive how are you doing ben good because the jackson avenue tea company is in my hometown of knoxville and we are in kingsport today at the yeah. kingsport location uh your drive was okay here in studio 1a yeah <laughs> yes they were they were really impressed with our with our studio here and and I'm yeah. actually I feel great about that. I, it's perfect. The green room <laughs> has a bed in it. So. Yeah, I mean we have a full blown apartment here, and uh, there's so many things we can do. We can yeah. go work out, you know, lots of to get any of the anxieties out. Absolutely. Before we start I should filming. have done that before I said. You down. seem so nervous. I'm really nervous. I, <laughs> I know you 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 did a few bench presses before. Yeah. You know, and you still look as good as some you do. Some leg lifts. I've got some weights on here. <laughs> well, Chuck, you know, we brought you in today to talk a little bit about mushrooms. Yeah. And and mushrooms seems to be a hot topic in the health and wellness world. Um, why don't you start us off by, you know, maybe how you got into it and why mushrooms has become kind of a thing, you know, because it's a thing and, and everyone's hearing about it. I'm hearing about it. We're super fascinated by, it. I know Dr. Rogers is really into mushrooms and uh, there's different language around how, how to use them. Yeah. Why don't you just kind of give us a little intro? Sure. Well, um, a lot of mushrooms that are being used uh, clinically and just in healthcare in general right now are um, classified as adaptogens. And um, an adaptogen is um, a type of uh, ingestible, which a mushroom would be, um, that, uh, that helps the body maintain what's called homeostasis, which is just balance, um, you know, in your hormone levels, your, um, your cholesterol, your lipids, your uh, any, anything that helps the body function well, um, can be influenced by adaptogens. And there are about three different mushrooms that, um, that we kind of focus on at Jackson Avenue Tea. And we're just kind of getting in this, into this too. Um, we've noticed that it's certainly something people are interested in. They ask about it. Um, herbals in general are things that we are <clears throat> beginning to do in addition to tea. Well, um, mushrooms wouldn't be considered an herbal though, right? No. Okay. No, no, no. Okay. Um, but because it's uh, related to health and, um, you know, uh, tea we call slow beverage, you, know, you have to be very intentional to, to consume tea and to consume tea for health. Same with mushrooms, same with herbals. So um, three types of mushrooms. Um, Rishi, R-E-I-S-H-I, that's the Japanese uh, name for it, is a type of mushroom that um, has been uh, known to uh, combat all kinds of things in the body that uh, causes problems. Cancer cells, Parkinson's, um, glioblastoma. I mean, there, there are peer-reviewed articles uh, uh, at the National Institutes of Health and um, uh, in the uh, Journal of the American Medical Association that talk about some of the studies they've been doing with uh, mushrooms in particular and the whole class of mushrooms that we call adaptogens. The other two are lion's mane and chaga. So would reishi be the ones that most people are hearing about in, in regards to the health and wellness community? It's the biggie. Okay. Uh, it's the one that, uh, and in fact, I brought a, a, a package of it here today. Um, so these are mushrooms. That have been dehydrated and then um, 
powderized, basically. So what we are, uh, we haven't done this yet, but what we're about to do with um, these, with, with Rishi, is um, blend it with uh, a tea that uh, will make it taste better because it's, it's kind of bitter. So you can put it in beverages and, and, and drink it as a tea. So how are people consuming it now sans the tea? So like if, if, if not in a tea, how are people consuming reishi uh, mushrooms? Is it through like a, a supplement or yeah. something like that? Okay. They, they're widely available supplements that have, uh, I take one right now actually in pill form that uh, has about seven different types of, of uh, medicinal mushrooms in it. And so, and, and this is just reishi. So this that's is not, right. okay. That's super fascinating to me. And, yep. and I'm kind of thinking about the slow beverage you know, in terms of, golly, it's so fine. Yeah, it is. That is unbelievable. So it's, it's mixable. A lot of people will use um, um, mushrooms in coffee um, because the, the flavor profiles match up a little bit. Does it um, dissolve? It, uh, this will not dissolve, um, but there are powderized versions. Um, there's a company called Four Sigmatic that uh, some people may have heard of that has a really nice um, lion's mane and chaga uh, coffee that is powderized, that and, does dissolve in hot water. And lion's mane and chaga is the two and three in terms of yep. the, the types of mushrooms, yep. which still have you know some medicinal medicinal capabilities yeah all of them again classified as adaptogens and what we mean by adaptogens um primarily primary feature of an adaptogen it uh it it helps the body maintain homeostasis um and it does no harm so when you're when you're super stressed <clears throat> what happens is cortisol is released into mm -hmm. the bloodstream and we know what cortisol does right it it uh it causes weight gain it can also cause headaches when um Cortisol floods the bloodstream. Um, all kinds of bad things happen. What adaptogens do is kind of knock all that down, keep us in an anti-inflammatory and anti-oxidative um, place in our in our in all of our systems, our blood, um, and um, it's it's been shown to uh, uh, help anxiety, help depression, uh, and then all those other. Uh, nasty things like Parkinson's and cancer that we talk about too. It seems like what I'm hearing is is it does all these good things by getting us back in balance. That's right. So the adaptogen part is basically just getting your body back to the way it's supposed to be. Yep. And that's what's you know can't say curing, but but like it, that's what's helping with all these other health issues we might have. Yep. It, CBD oil is an adaptogen. Is that right? Yes. Uh, uh, cannabidiol, I always screw that up, um, that's such a is, is the compound that's in um, the hemp plant uh, that uh, helps the body regulate all of these things too. So, well, yeah. Well, one thing I'm Same class. Is this, is this new findings? Because, you know, we're talking about, you know, uh, some things. Uh, mushrooms just seems to be new to me <clears throat> in the sense of, that it's coming out. You know, maybe we heard on Joe Rogan or, you know, it's becoming like a thing. Yep. And uh, yes, they're all talking about it. And so are the, is, is this based on new research or something? Or has this always been the case? It's just now, you know, getting into light. I think it's just becoming mainstream because I think people are, um, I, I just sense this and we hear it from our tea customers. People are dialing in, I think, a little bit more um, 
into their health and they're taking some responsibility for it. And, and they're saying, what else don't I know about what I could do for myself that would help improve my health across the board? Well, and, and you and I have had these conversations before in, in just with the healthcare industry in, in general. I think people, patients, we're all becoming a little suspect Yep. Of, of what's happening in the pharmaceutical industry. So we're looking for these natural alternatives. You know, I know it's a cliche, you know, saying, but we're looking for things that are, you know, naturally helping us get back to, you know, homeostasis or within balance, you know, getting yep. our hormones to, you know, operate the way that they're supposed, supposed to. Right. Like, and it seems like, you know, now mushrooms is that. Now, yep. is there any downside to it? Like any downside to supplementing with mushrooms, whether it be through tea or through, you know, sublingual? Um, you can have some GI upset. Um, there, there aren't many downsides to taking uh, mushrooms. You have to take the right mushrooms, though, too. Sure. So you might have also heard of psilocybin, which are yep. the hallucinogens. Um, which is also, you know, there's there's a lot of stuff yep. around psychedelics, in, in, yep. which is just super fascinating. You yep. know, like I don't, you know, know enough about it to really talk about it. Yep. But I know that there's a lot of really good research behind some of it. Yep. And and I'm fascinated with where that's going to go in the next, you know, five, ten years, maybe shorter. Yeah. But this is not that's not what we're talking about. Lots of studies on neuroplasticity. Easy for me to say. Um, no, that's not what we're talking about. Psilocybin is is a whole other um, type of mushroom. So let, let, let's do like a little comparison here. Would CBD is to marijuana as a you know reishi mushroom is to psilocybin? Is it? Are there certain? <laughs> <laughs> That's a hard. That's a hard jump, uh, right? And I, I'm probably not qualified to make it, but I, I see where you're. I see what you're saying. Yes. You know, it's, there's there are compounds in all of these things that are um, we're finding more. I think are beneficial for the body. The Chinese have known this for thousands of years. I mean, it's it seems kind of, yeah. kind of silly to me that we're just kind of oh yeah. Why don't we? Well, let's take some. So Rishi, let's take some lion's mane. But they've been doing it forever in traditional Chinese medicine. In, in Asian culture, it's just, you I, know, it's just accepted as the norm. I'd be interested in the Chinese culture. Are they are they consuming it through tea? Absolutely. So and, that's like and, a part of it. And the... the same way we do too in, in pill form and supplements. Um, basically, any way that, that you can take it um, is, is going to be beneficial. Lots of immunity Um benefits from uh, these mushrooms. So in, in the time of a pandemic, yeah. um, we all want to boost our immune system. Obviously, we need to get more sleep. We need to get some exercise. But one of the things that's beautiful about um, mushrooms, I think, is if you're doing some of those right things, it just helps push it along. You know, it gets yeah. your, your body is adaptable. It's, it's uh, resilient. It wants to be in homeostasis. And these compounds uh, that are found in mushrooms just help it get there. Anti-inflammatory, anti-oxidation, um, antidepressive, uh, anti-anxiety. So all those things help us, you know, live well, better lives. As soon as you said that, immediately I'm thinking, well, man, you know, tea is a good way to get the mushroom components because, yep. you know, uh, you know, we've talked a lot about the the routine, the ritualism of it. Just that automatically puts you in a calm state. Yep. You know, your body might receive, you know, some of these. I don't know if we call them nutrients or not, 
but you know these health benefits from the mushroom. Yeah, which is it's absolutely. just fascinating to me. Yeah, you Wendy know? was telling me earlier that you know a lot of these mushrooms in their in their natural form are really earthy mm -hmm. and yep. and bitter. Yep. Um, what was the, what was it? It was uh, Rishi is uh, in in Asian um, translation means smell of horse. <laughs> no, that's ashwagandha. Is that right? <laughs> uh, but a lot of these compounds have these these names in Asian culture, but they're bitter yeah. most of the time. When Wendy was saying earlier that peppermint, for instance, peppermint tea, which is an herbal, uh, blends well with all kinds of things and can help um, these uh, bitter beneficial compounds and mushrooms just be a little more palatable, you know, if we're going to make hot tea from them. Yeah, and, you know, one thing I know, you know, my dad, Dr. Rogers, loves like this stuff and, and mm -hmm. he loves what mushrooms can do for you, but he doesn't like eating mushrooms at the dinner table, Yeah, you know, and I'm not sure that all the nutrients are in those mushrooms versus, you know, getting it this way. You know, it, I, I don't know. Maybe you don't know either. It's actually the, the common, uh, white mushroom, um, uh, that we see on salads Okay. Has a lot of beneficial compounds. So I'm thinking uncooked, kind of just is it is it raw? You well, you can eat them raw. Uh, typically, oh. you'll, you're going to want to cook them a little bit. Okay. Um, uh, blanch them, um, but uh, but again, you know, the the raw kind of mushroom you see on a salad versus the sautéed kind of mushroom you might see on a steak very beneficial for um, for health and immunity. That's really interesting. And, and this would be something that could supplement for that if you don't love eating mushrooms with your steak or right. whatever. Isn't it an exact replacement? Or is, is it's a different type of mushroom for one? Different type of mushroom. Um, I'd say of all the mushrooms, like if you if you said, I hate mushrooms, I don't want to take them. If you, if you could only pick one, I'd pick reishi. Okay, so yeah. pick one, pick reishi. Uh, now... The other thing I want to ask is, getting back to the tea component, is this a morning, midday, nighttime sort of thing in your opinion? Like, what do you think we should do in terms of drinking mushroom tea? Very good question. I think um, sometimes people are just, they're, they're different in, um, in how it affects them. So I would, I would try... I would try both, um, you know, just to see where, yeah, exactly. How does it, yeah. how does it make you feel? Like for instance, sometimes when you're taking supplements in the morning, um, I can, you can get a little bit sick to your stomach. Um, you know, if, particularly if you don't, uh, have anything on your stomach, you're just popping supplements and heading out the door with a cup of coffee. Like right. I do, I don't do a big <laughs> breakfast thing. Um, but, uh, uh, and sometimes people, when they take it at night, it revs them up, you know, you can, you, um, like if you're taking it with a caffeinated tea, um, you, you wouldn't want to take that before bed, right? So, because um, it would just keep you awake. So I would just experiment with it. Um, in general, I think what works for me is a, a morning uh, dose of some kind. Okay, so you can pick how you, what, what sort of tea you put your mushroom, you know, blend in. Absolutely. That's, that's interesting to me. Yeah. So you can, you can use it with caffeine in the morning or you can do it from a more calming sense at, at night. Yep. Now, uh, I, I know I got to let you go, but I, but I want to ask, is it, is it similar in the way you steep tea? So like, are you putting that in the, the tea blend or the herb blend mm -hmm. uh, from a tea bag standpoint, and then mm -hmm. you, the water steeps through? Mm -hmm. We have these little things called uh, tea sacks in uh, the store, and um, they're just these uh, 
little pouches. You throw it in there with whatever flavor you want to throw it, throw it in there with and steep it for a little bit. I always tell people to kind of experiment. Um, some people like a more robust flavor and depending on the tea, um, if you get, if the, if you get the temperature of the water too hot, uh, and if you steep too long, you can get all of these things into uh, bitterness and you don't want that, you know, tea has tannins in it, uh, black teas do. And so it's, it's almost the same as, um, you know, wine or anything else that has tannins, you can get some of that bitterness that you don't really want. So I say experiment with it and, and um, you're going to still get the com the beneficial compounds, but just uh, see what your, what your own taste buds tell you. Would you say that, you know, kind of tea culture is, is, around this experimentation too, in terms of just figuring out what you like, figuring out how long the perfect steep is, just yeah. out of curiosity. Yeah. It's I, all about just kind of figuring out, okay, I like this, this makes me feel good or, yeah. or whatever. Most teas, for instance, you can steep twice. You can use a tea bag twice. Um, I don't like that because I want all of the flavor of the tea and the second steep really isn't strong enough for me. So, um, yeah, just experiment with it. See what you like. Now, I'm going to ask you because I know a lot of people out here listening will think this. Um, can they get this now? Is this something that is ready to go or is this something that's in the works at the moment? For Jackson Avenue Tea, it's in the works. We, okay. We're working with um, a company in Maryville. Okay. It's been doing this a long time. Um, it's an organic uh, growing farm. Um, and they're the ones who, um, they've been doing this for years. Um with uh, hydroponics too, where they're growing the mycelium, uh, which is the, uh, the, the, um, the roots of the mushroom, as it were, that kind of grow underground, this giant, you know, thing that spreads underground. And then the, 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 um, the mushrooms themselves are the fruit of this mycelium, the, okay. the bloom. Okay. The mycelium itself, if you stuck it in a bag, gives off um, carbon dioxide. Turns out carbon dioxide is really good for plants when you try to grow them hydroponically indoors. So they've been doing that kind of thing for years and they're just doing a whole bunch of new research with all the different types of mushrooms they can grow too. So, so just, they're using the root and now they're using the, the fruit of the... Yep. Whoa. Yeah. So they're growing mushrooms on, on barks and woods and, yeah. and then the mycelium, uh, of course, can help grow... Um, tomatoes hydroponically or all kinds of other things hydroponically <laughs> which i won't get into R related to your hemp discussion yes yeah <laughs> well man this has been so fascinating and yeah. i'm so appreciative you literally just got off the road and we put a camera right yeah. up to your face so thank you so much for joining me you here. Bet. why don't Enjoyed you tell it. everybody how to find jackson avenue tea company sure well if you've been uh to knoxville downtown uh we're on jackson avenue um Right across from uh, Balter Beer Works. Okay. And uh, so go have a beer and uh, and a burger and then come across the street and uh, buy some tea from us. Website, socials? Yeah, jacksonavenuetea.com, just all spelled out. And uh, we're, we're on Instagram, Pinterest, um, Facebook, LinkedIn, Etsy. Wendy says Etsy now, too. We're, we're all <laughs> the over. Gam the I, whole gamut. I, yeah, we, we're, we're, we're everywhere. Google Jackson Avenue Tea Company. You will find them. And huge shout out to Jackson Avenue. The bridge is now kind of... It's open. You know, it's open now. I, I was shocked to see that the other yeah. day. I went to 
uh, sweet peas for for lunch, and I was like, "Holy cow! I can drive up here now." Yeah, so all the way know, to Gay Street. Kudos to all the businesses on Jackson Avenue Tea Company, or sorry, Jackson Avenue Tea Company. All the businesses on Jackson Avenue who have you know withstood that. That was a huge, yeah. huge deal. Um, so we're pumped to have that bridge back up. Yeah. Chuck Morris, man, thanks so much. Thank you, Ben. Good all to right, see man. you. All right, thanks. Thank you, guys. Uh, we'll see you guys next time. Thanks, guys, for listening to this episode of the podcast. Uh, please share the podcast with your friends. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. Uh, we will see you guys next time.